Welcome to the Leadership on Demand podcast presented by the Krauss Center for Leadership and Ethics at the Citadel, the Military College of South Carolina located in historic downtown Charleston. I'm Colonel Tom Clark, Executive Director of the Krauss Center, and we are proud to share an inside look at the training, thinking, and experiences of principal leaders. Since 1842, the Citadel has produced principal leaders in all walks of life, and we look forward to sharing some of what makes the Citadel a strong and unique institution with you today. On this week's episode of Leadership on Demand, we will take a behind-the-scenes look at principal leadership training with special guest, Sergeant First Class Kenneth Green. Sergeant First Class Green is a very familiar voice and positive presence in the high-speed lives of cadets at the Citadel for the past 16 years. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Ted Feening, from the Krauss Center for Leadership and Ethics at the Citadel. Thank you for joining us for today's Leadership on Demand podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to another edition of the Leadership on Demand podcast at the Citadel. I am very happy to be sitting with Sergeant First Class Green, who is an institution here at the Citadel. We're very happy to be chatting with you, and I'll just kick it right off and ask you, what do you think the greatest challenge faced by cadets right now at the Citadel is? Uh, one of the challenges are, sir, uh, first of all, thank you um, for having me, first of all, and I don't know about institutional, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the, one of the challenges are, uh, be a principal leader, you have to um, be able to set the standards, know what the standards are, first of all, um, abide by the standards, and to be a perfect role model and a leader. And and how, how are the cadets doing in that uh, process? Um, 90% of them are, are, are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and the good thing about it, you have a lot of people who are eager, who wants to learn. Um, also, to have officers who've been through this institution, also that served with it in, in, the, in, the, in the military before, and this is the foundation here. I believe once you get the foundation, then it should be no, you won't have no problem at all sure. once you leave it at all, sir. And your role here, in, you know, we take in knobs and we graduate principal leaders. Yes, sir. And I know you you do a lot more than your title says, but why don't you tell <laughs> tell the folks who are listening? about the range of things that you take care of here at the Citadel? Well, first of all, um, I'm operation training at NCURC, um, day-to-day um, basis of the core, um, telling when to get up and pretty much when to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Make sure they uh, get up for breakfast or PT in the morning. We might start early in the morning at the breakfast and uh, get cleaned up and do accountability. At the accountability, they go to classes. After they do classes, then they, they uh, go get some nutrition meals and a good dining facility. Once that, then they end up going back to classes. And then at the classes, sir, um, we have a wide, a wide range of activities, either RTC, they do in the afternoons, or you have intramurals they could do also too. What uh, what surprised you when you first got here? How long have you been here? And what, what, what has surprised you in terms of what has changed since you've been here? Or what, when you first got out of the Army and can arrive at the Citadel, uh, what, what kind of surprises you about being at the Citadel? Um, I would say... Really, with no, no surprises, you, this is the foundation. And what you try to do, you try to mold. Because where you, where I have been at in the military, you want to make sure they don't make the same mistakes you've seen other officers and myself do. So some of them really don't, don't realize it until once they leave here. And a lot of people come back to the institution and say, man, I'm glad you was hard on me. Or I'm glad you, you did this because now it makes me um, think a little bit more than I did before. Um, prime example, accountability. Um, you're not only speaking for yourself, but you're speaking for everybody in the unit. Um, they have, look at it, you got, when they get commissioned into the United States forces, no matter where they go to, all five branches, um, they're always going to have supporters of them, and we try to make sure, treat them as they want somebody to treat them themselves. Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite part about working with these cadets? 
everything. So I guess. Uh, I wish people could see the smile. On your face. <laughs> I really wish people could see the smile. Hopefully they can hear it. Um, what you, you, you the joy, um, that, and that's what gave me the energy. Get up every day to come to the institution. Um, you do have challenges. You know, some of them are a little bit down. They're away from home. Some of them have um, academic problems, and you try to make sure they get to the right person. I prime example, we have the right learning learning center here that we make sure to get to them. Also, too, some of them have uh, problems back home for as, as girlfriends and boyfriends. Better done that, but my, my main thing is tell them focus on your education. Everything else will fall, fall in line. Sure. Um, try not to get serious at all. Um, we did back in our day. And, you know, you have bumps and bruises, so you try to make sure that I had the bumps and bruises, sir. Sure. What do you, you know, you're, the, you're running a lot of the operations here. What do you see as obstacles for this institution to be great? What are things that could change here? Bless you, whoever that was. I heard him all the way across the break. <laughs> but what do you see as, as institutional obstacles, things that we could change or adjust that would help us better train these principal leaders? Oh, um, that's number one. First thing I like to uh see a little bit more parade practice. Um, we used to do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but understand that we trying to get values respect and that, that's also needed. Um, that's one of the um, main things we have. Also too, we're working on, on a time presents. Prime example, when we have parade practice, normally we say for an hour, but you look at it by the time the cadets get back to the room, get their weapons, get downstairs accountability, they only give you about 15, really good 20 minutes. So that means we have to hustle and bustle to get things rolling at all. Normally I'll meet with all the, the leadership at a different time when they're not in classes at all. And you look at a prime example, you look at most average cadets. Um, some taking 21 hours and their schedule are packed. So by doing that, you know, sometimes you normally, um, majority of the time I meet with them after 1800 hours because that's what time they're free. Mm-hmm. So it happens just later in the day. Yes, sir. Uh, do you think cadets get enough sleep? Oh, yes, sir. You don't need four hours sleep, even though, <laughs> <laughs> even though you, you look at it, um, they say they, they recommend that you get eight hours sleep, but you look at most, the average cadets have to study and prepare for the next day. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the cadets, what do you think is going through their minds? What are they most concerned about day to day? Um, I guess the day to day to make sure, number one, they're alert, um, get all the assignments they have to do, make sure their room is cleaned away because we have, MRI in the morning to make sure the room is squared away and to make sure that they actually don't don't get in trouble. Prime example, the, the room should be squared away, haircuts should be at least uh, neatly groomed, shoes should be polished. Um, that's why you have two sets of, of shoes and you, you need to make sure you alternate and, you, and your uniform needs to be squared away at all times. Are, that's, you, are uh, you enforcing that or are you helping cadet uh, chain of command enforce or both? Oh, uh, kind of both, but the majority I put it back in the leadership responsibility because yeah. I'm not always going to be there, and it's up to them. Um, and the philosophy is when they say the core run the core, you see that the, uh, the, uh, the items that need to be addressed, and you let the leadership. And majority are, are pretty good about it all. They sure. hold, they have a good responsibility and hold, hold the accountability for them. Now you brought a ton of army experience to the Citadel. Just tell, give us a little bit of background. You know, where'd you grow up? Where'd you come from in the army? How'd you come up to the army? And and how'd you get here? All right. Um, well, from a town called Chester, Pennsylvania. Um, once I graduated, um, after I uh, graduated from college, I needed some more experience. And then also, too, you have all those student loans. Yes. And you look at it, and then um, you say, Uncle Sam, and I think that was the best opportunity for me. And I look back at my career, I, I will never um, change the thing again. Um, you know, it helped me be the person that I am. I did 24 and a half, 
in the military, um, medical field. Um, once I had retired from the medical field, believe it or not, I had applied for the highway patrol and I was accepted. And then all of a sudden I came down and applied for the civil job, operation training, because I still had that passion where dealing with working with soldiers day to day to help mold them as future leaders of tomorrow. And then um, I'm here now. And what year was that? That was in 2006, sir. 2006. It yes, is sir. now 2022. So you've been at this a little while. Yes, sir. You've seen some commandants come and go. Yes, sir. Sure presidents have. Presidents come and go. Uh, what what uh, has changed? What has trended since 2006 to today? Well, every every leader has their own philosophy. I wouldn't say necessarily change. You know, um, prime example um, when you have, I guess, the General Walters, and then you have uh, General Rosa. Leadership styles are pretty much the same. It's a couple of things that change the difference in, you know, everyone, um, you just have to adapt to what they change their like prime example. You treat others after you want to be treated at all. Um, like prime example, when you had General Walters, we had values and respect. And you try to keep those um, going as always through your, your career at all. Yeah. So do you have any concerns about uh, about this group? You know, we had a lot of attrition this year in the Corps of Cadets. Do you have any concerns about this generation coming up through the Citadel? Only thing, I mean, I wouldn't say that's a concerns, but you look at um, the ones in the past because they had the COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody was more homeschooled. Um, people not getting out, not getting out face to face or interact with them. That's only changes. As far as technologies, they're on technology at all. So you give anybody an iPad or cell phones and they can work their thing left to right. I think more people skills where they, where they lost mm-hmm. either their, their senior, junior year or senior year. That's yeah. the only thing I, I think they, what they have lost. Sir. It's incredible to see cadets wake up and check their devices for their 24-hour cadet schedule. And I sometimes wonder about the balance between mm-hmm. what everything they're regimented to do and the ability to think freely when they have their own time. Uh, what do you think about that? What do you think about the balance between uh, regimentation and and uh, self-development through free time and free thinking. Well, first thing I, I tell them what they need to do is get a calendar and then go here and then space everything out, put everything on the calendar. That way you know what you're doing at what time and what day. If you, if you start a regimen like that, then you won't have no problem at all. But also, too, you got to have, have time to um, lessen the energy out because you're always in class and you just have some frustration. A prime example, you might want to go on a nice little run, go to the gym, work out. Some people want, might want to read. Also, too, you do have different clubs, so you got to get the energy out, out of them at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working on that every day at some of the different clubs I help with, so I see that all the time. Well, Sergeant First Class Green, thank you so much for joining us. It is really awesome to sit down with you. I know um, a, a full generation of cadets has, uh, has enjoyed your leadership here and your care and dedication to the Corps, so thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, sir. I appreciate it. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Leadership on Demand podcast presented by the Krauss Center for Leadership and Ethics at the Citadel. You can find us online, and we welcome your feedback and suggestions on who you, our audience, would like to hear from in future episodes. Thank you for your time today. We hope you'll join us here again soon for another episode of Leadership on Demand.